Okay. You take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to From the Pit, where we bring you everything from put a guitar strap and humbuckers on that piano, I'll figure the rest out, gent, to ultra-harsh noise Yanni tributes. My name's Phil, with me is Mike. Yo. And Sam. Have you just, like, totally run out of ideas for genres at this point? This is just what's on the page. At the, I don't know. You I gotta, don't come up uh, with the shit. You gotta get struck with <laughs> the inspiration. Um, well, um, that being said... <laughs> Uh, hello, everyone. I am back from the mushroom stampery. Yeah. Uh, so Sam. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you might have heard last week. My good friend, friend of the show, Justin, and I went to the mushroom stampery in Portland, Oregon. Uh, we left a lot of marks. <laughs> I mean, they're not gonna. They're 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 probably going to be at least semi permanent. They're not gonna forget us anytime soon. Well, the physical, the physical, the physical stamps we left are temporary. The uh, the scars we left. On those who tried to oppose us are forever. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so Sam's back. Um, yeah. Frank's dead. So we're going to talk about all of the metal this week that we found uh, that you guys should be listening to. And Mike, I believe we're starting with you. Yes, we are. In that week before Christmas fucking freak out rush, um, let's start oh, off. God, right. <laughs> Start off with a little bit of uh, hardcore from Australia. This is ill natured, and we're going to listen to Faced with Death. All the little devils are proud of hell. base mm. oh my you know god what? well the first thing i noticed was like the very very swedish style guitar tone yeah and um the like tra- trap them-esque like uh vocals the reverb <laughs> phil's punching his mic all over the place <laughs> smack the shit out of my microphone <laughs> you know mike if you don't want to i mean i know you I know you don't want to have to replace your mic every couple episodes. You should stop doing that. I I did it. This is me. I, I smacked the mic. I know you did, buddy. It's okay. No, I'm just... filling in Frank's role. Oh, okay. <laughs> F. Break, breaking all the equipment, the expensive equipment that you possibly can. <laughs> all righty. That was off of the hammer slash faced with death. 
I like it. Yeah, dude. Um, it was released June of this year. I might actually buy that. Yeah, I definitely want to check out more of it. Like I said, I like I love the way that fucking like that bass. There's something very slidey about it. Yeah, it's just slidey, slidey, slidey. I don't, I don't know how how to put it better. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it all comes together. Like I said, the vocals that reminds me of like you know trap them or power trip a little bit with that like heavy reverb. Yeah, so that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, there's a. I feel like we've been saying that at least every two episodes. It's like, this reminds me ever so slightly of Power Trip. <laughs> Speaking of Power Trip, um, within the next month or two, I'm guessing, we're going to have our, our yearly list up, our episode. Uh, yeah. Dude, I'm still, I'm still agonizing over the end of the year list because, like, I put together everything i could remember in my head from this year that i really liked and it's gonna be oh i'm keep, not gonna lie guys i might have some runners up like yeah some, uh, some honors i might have quite a few honorable mentions yeah we're gonna do those just sand sound clips we'll only do yeah. clips for the top 10 yeah but God, um it, it would it would take way too long yeah i mean it's already probably gonna be a two-parter yeah so, definitely uh but yeah try to try to agonize quicker because I, I believe that'll start actually the next time we're recording. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, next, we're gonna do that. Thanks, next for, thanks for dropping that on me in the middle of the fucking show. Phil. I mean, next week is the Christmas episode. Yeah, yeah, that's true. True. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, we'll have a whole week off, nothing to do. We could start getting it together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. There we go. Yeah. All right. Actually, so, are we, we doing? Are we doing it Christmas Day? No, we we. We recorded that already, remember? No. Wait, yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> uh, alrighty. So for all those out there that are itching to check out Ill Natured, you can do that at illnaturedhc.bandcamp.com. Uh, yeah, I may have to buy that. Do it. I can yeah. start doing that again. I'm not poor anymore. <laughs> I'm so uh, glad to hear that you're not poor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. Next up, a bit of a supergroup type of thing um, with members of Cephalic Carnage, the Vale of Panath. Uh, this is Vimana, and we're going to take a listen to Destroy Industry.
out immediately off the intro, I thought, yep, those are members of Cephala Carnage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the techie bits definitely point towards that. And I think it really gives legs to the uh, otherwise pretty standard, like, uh, death metal, death slam type shit. There was a <laughs> lot more. There was a lot more slam in that than than death i think yeah i'd agree and i would and i would know i am uncle slammy dr slam (laughs) this is true well i am an uncle and my name is sam so um yeah i don't know where that joke was going i i have no idea (laughs) but i mean yeah that was uh it was pretty fucking intense yeah yeah no kidding (laughs) it certainly pulls you in right away i mean um, Actually, yeah, I think we know. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say I was reminded. Uh, that intro reminded me a bit of something you'd hear off of a fucking Psyopus album. Yep. Yep. Oh, I remember Psyopus. Yeah, they were. They were vaguely. They were great. They were so tastelessly or fucking technical. Even slightly Pyron. Yeah, I, I could see that. It reminded me a little bit of. Uh, I don't know, like, I'm sure everyone here remembers uh, Behold the Octopus. Yes. Yep. Yeah. There was a little bit of a uh, little bit of Behold the Octopus in there, I feel. Yeah. Uh, these are all good comparisons. What was that wonky instrument they played on? The Warhammer or something? Oh, the the war guitar? Yeah. Yeah, um, I've actually... There, there, there's a guy from my hometown, I believe, who uh, plays a war guitar. They're the most ridiculous and wonky looking instruments i've ever seen <laughs> but they they do sound pretty cool they're pretty interesting word. word so um if you are trying to check these guys out you can go on over to vimana official.bandcamp.com that's v-i-m-a-n-a this was released this will be released uh, i guess officially even though it's available now uh january 12th 2018 Okay, so it's probably when you can get physical copies and shit. Oh, uh, true, yeah. And uh, these dudes are from Seattle, Washington. So last up, we have Blood Duster. Uh, I remember Blood Duster. Did we bring them in already? No, I'm just looking at the song title and hoping that's a cover of the song I think it's a cover of. Yeah, I'm hoping it is too. <laughs> is this a cover? It might. Be, I don't know. They might have just named their song the same as a Gigi Allen song, but let's uh, find out. True. Yeah. Let's uh, let's find out. I wanna get good and blast, baby. And then I wanna get mad. 
okay. So it wasn't, but it, the lyrics were very much in the same spirit as the rock and roll terrorist. <laughs> I, w- I would call it a spiritual successor to Gigi Allen. I'd say that's fair. Um, yeah, that's they were not quite as crude, but pretty damn close. Well, it's pretty. It, it's 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 hard to top a master. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. They're. I don't think there will ever be another Gigi Allen. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, we yeah. can we can hope not, <laughs> frankly. Well, with titles like Looking Forward to a Long and Toxic Death and Coming to Your Socks. <laughs> These guys are pretty crude. We got 27 songs of uh of uh, of like, you know, stylings um Boar grind. Dude, I I can't even really that that song was not necessarily representative of the 27 tracks because they're all very different. I was going to say that was very rock and roll like It is primarily grind, power violence. There's okay. there's breeze and squeals and all that fun shit and breakdowns and chugs but they also <laughs> throw a track like that in there every i'm know. i'm curious because like I, I, i'm curious to hear um because that vocalist was so good at that style yeah so i'm really curious about what he's gonna sound like on a grind and you know power violence track if you're am i am i am i am i um out of line for thinking that i would like to hear an entire album in this style with their vocalist doing that particular sound. Yeah, at the very least an EP, because they, they're they fucking great at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that sort of dirty, sleazy, real disgusting kind of rock and roll style that, well, Gigi Allen essentially pioneered. So, yeah, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to, I'd like to hear that. Yeah, but I am curious about their grind shit, too. I'm going to have to check that out. I have to say, yeah. if you're a fan of the power violence or the grind, this you don't want to sleep on because the variance between the tracks and the quality that maintains is is totally there and worth it. And it's I I have been I've been leaning into uh, hardcore and power violence the last year, as you guys know. Oh, I can gonna, always use more recommendations. You're gonna really like my brutal bruise tonight. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> sounds like a good old time. Well, Australia's really been kicking it up. These guys are from Melbourne. No shit. Yeah. See that that doesn't surprise me with that song. Um, right. I'm gonna like that's kind of what I expect out of there when you've <laughs> got guys like fucking Chopper Reed who are fucking <laughs> who did fucking insane criminal who became so popular that he was a fucking <laughs> media icon. Uh this was uh this was, was released. Reed or Douglas, I don't remember. Chopper. Chopper Chopper Reed. <laughs> I, now I have to Google because I, I I may have made an ass on myself of myself. <laughs> Dude, I do it all the t- Dude, I do it all the time. No apologies. <laughs> all right, while you're looking for that, you can find uh, Blood Duster at bloodduster.official.bandcamp.com. That oh. was released December of this year. I got it right. Chopper Reed. Nice. He did some he did some rap songs. He was real bad. Real bad at it. <laughs> real bad. Yeah. But what are you yeah. gonna say to a man who's actually like murdered people with his bare hands? Great album, Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, can't wait to buy can't wait to buy the vinyl, the C D and the cassette. Yeah, you got them on you. I'll, I'll buy them right I'll run to the ATM. Here's <laughs> here's the money. Just take my car. It's like, hey man, if you if you got a if you got a if you got a short sleeve in extra large yeah i'll take that too <laughs> yeah it's oh you got hoodies only 80 bucks yeah give me give me five only 80 fucking dollars <laughs> <laughs> well if that's 80 dollars australian wouldn't it be like 
forty dollars US. I don't know. I, I have no I idea. Actually, don't. Actually, I should ask my Australian friend <clears throat> what the exchange rate on that would be. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That'll do me for this week. That'll do you? Yes, sir. All righty. Um, Good stuff. I wanted to get into some fucking hardcore this week. Thank you. Ooh. So we're going to start out with the band Three Knee Deep and their song Wrong World off of the album of the same title. <laughs> fucking dope so what i love i mean these guys are out of tampa and um florida mm. has on and off had a really killer fucking hardcore scene i mean shy halud need i say oh they're more. from florida they were i would say i would say florida and especially tampa in general have always kind of just had a really prestigious history in terms of extreme music as anyone oh yeah, yeah that florida. anyone who paid yeah, anyone who pays attention to Florida's history with extreme music in general will know that they are like not they are not to be fucked with. I mean, that Florida death metal scene was no fucking joke. Um, no, it was not. But yeah, so they're they're based out of Tampa. Um, which, like I said, Florida, great fucking history and hardcore. Uh, which is surprising that it's not talked about more. And you always hear about fucking Boston, New York, DC. LA. Well, it's like. It's it's like death metal, man. Like you don't how many fucking how many fucking amazing Finnish death metal bands have I been whoring on this show and my segments since we started and like nobody talks about them. That's true. Nobody talks about how fucking incredible like Finland's death metal scene was. That's very That's, true. But uh three knee deep, I like that they really bring a fucking nineties New York feel to it. I yes, mean like they do. They very much could have opened for uh, 25 to Life back when they were still a good band. Um, <laughs> fucking. I've, I've never heard 25 to Life, so. They were you know. massively important in 90s New York hardcore, and then their vocalist, Rick to Life, went completely off the handle. Serious mental issues, but he's also hanging out with Nazis and saying, like, insane shit about everyone in the hardcore scene, so... We saw them with a fill-in uh, this year, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, Stickman from, um... Yeah. From Fury of Five. 
That was an yeah, awesome that? set. Yeah, that was fucking great. So, so you'd say he's a he's a he's a suitable villain. Yeah, it's uh, but anyway, enough about twenty five to life. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Three, three knee deep is fucking dope. They're bringing just a very real anger to uh, to their music, and I love hearing that because it's hardcore for me has always been more than anything like yeah there's it's really cool that there's like a huge positive side to hardcore Mm -hmm. and i respect that and i love it and it's been like a big part of my life but it's always more so than that been an outlet for rage so So that's your that's your uh connection to like sheer terror right yeah yeah to a good extent kind of like the other side of hardcore so like hearing like i always love hearing that and these guys fucking nail it um, so if you want to check out more of Wrong World, uh, or 3D, I don't know if they have anything else, actually. I'll look real quick. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing anything else, but you can find them at 3kneedeep.bandcamp.com. Go check out that fucking album. Even the titles look like old fucking New York hardcore titles. <laughs> you know, Last Man Standing, uh, Hacking like the Minds. Like, pile of sh- one, isn't one called, like, Pile of Shells? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's thug as shit. <laughs> so it's cool. Those guys are fucking dope. Um, I'm actually gonna add them to my wish list while we're here and probably buy that tonight. Good job. Anyway, moving on. Uh, still staying in the vein of hardcore, but something a little different. I uh, like I like this title. Yeah. So we're gonna check out. What are we gonna check out, Phil? You dumbass. You should look at things. Ah, we're going to check out the track On Paper uh, from the album Downtown is Dead by the band Fucking Invincible. expectations with that title and god damn it i like that <laughs> i knew that would be right up your fucking alley <laughs> um i i fucking love that also just quick shout out to whoever left the very first comment on this that just says <laughs> and it, it just says band fucking rules plus i'm gay <laughs> i knew you were gonna catch that and say something yeah. about it 
did, did you expect me not to? No, I knew you would. Did you expect me not to? Is that like part of the subject matter or was that just you, like you no, can't, just offering you, it out to the universe? Yeah, you, can't okay. leave, you can't leave a fucking amazing comment like that <laughs> and not expect me to be like fucking props, dude. That's great. <laughs> also, the, the, the cover for this, like, it, it's so upsetting. But yeah. like it's it's so fitting to the music though. Yeah, they're very clearly bringing an extremely bleak view of the world to their music. Yeah, there there's nothing there's nothing about that cover photo that makes me want to like put a smile on my face and go down to the malt shop with my best girl. It kind of kind of kind of makes me want to sit in a playground at, at midnight with with uh a couple forties, a Colt, uh, Colt 45 and not feel. Yeah, that's exactly. Um, I mean, they bring that so hard to their music. Um, I just, I just like music that makes me feel things. E- even if they're awful things. Well, that's, I mean, I love, um, sonically their approach, you know, they, they, they have that, that slow slamming, like real fucking drag you through the dirt, hardcore sound. And they kick into a more classic, like, fucking blast beat, like, fucking pound you in the face. Yeah, and then slow it back down. Yeah. I, I actually really liked the, um, I just liked the opening riff a lot. It, it yeah. Was, yeah, that was, that was enough to draw me in. I was like, okay, you got me, uh, you got, you got me by the short hairs now. And then they're just like, oh, now we're going to pull you in straight up by the balls. Yeah. I love it when people literally can't express themselves any more than to say what the fuck. And we got like that four or five times on that track. I was just oh, like, it's, it's yeah. like every other line. Like he, he describes something about life or uh-huh. about something he's going through and, and just, follows it with what the fuck. I love it. Um, yeah. So if you want to listen to more of fucking invincible and you certainly do head over to atomic action records dot Um, um, I I'm just, gonna be... I just, I just paid the rent, and the uh, and the manager's apartment and the manager's office burned down. What the fuck? <laughs> Fun fact: that happened to me. No shit. Seriously. No shit. Uh, like three years ago, when I was living in California, like no fucking shit. Uh, we paid our rent one month, and then like a couple days later, the fucking uh, the manager's office burned down. That's bonkers. Yeah, was, there were five fires, like large fires, during the time I lived there. Ugh! Don't move to California. Nah, shit. Anyway. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, go to atomicactionrecords.bandcamp.com. Um, last one this week is a recommendation from our boy Jack. Jack. Because Jack. it's just because he, he's never not doing it. It's never not making recommendations. Um, please, everyone, take a take a cue from Jack because I'm sure yes, you please. all have dope shit that we don't know about. Tell us about it. That's right. Uh, so we're gonna check out a clip of the song "Green River" off of the album "Splitting Hairs" from the band Mantora. Yeah. 
I think if Jack were to draft a resume and hand it to bands, <laughs> guitar tone would be number one. I loved how the guitar sounded on that. Fuck God. yes. It is crushing. Like that guitar tone. It's like, you know me. Like I like guitar tones that are just like thick as molasses. Well, that's the beauty of it. Like you have that, and then you have those fucking leads. Yeah, where with the, the warmth, but still, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it's fucking great. Um, I was so blown away by this fucking EP. Like it's it's. I mean, I'm never not fucking thrilled with what Jack shows us, <laughs> but this is really fucking impressive. I mean, if you liked any part of that, you need to go listen to the rest of this EP. Because it's it on the wish list. fucking insane. <clears throat> there are like three bands from this week that are on my wish list now. I, uh, I could be wrong, yeah. but I'm fairly certain I've actually witnessed Tom purchasing things throughout the episode. <laughs> Tom? Yeah, oh, this one. <laughs> Tom, did you actually just buy that while we were listening to it? He, he bought this, and he bought something else earlier. Very well, nice. Yeah, very, very nice. So, <laughs> yeah, like I always say, we walk the walk here. Fucking support yeah. these bands. Um, but anyway, Mantora is based out of Brighton, UK, and you can find them at mantora.bandcamp.com. That is M-A-N-T-O-R-A. Um, and God damn it, that album artwork is so fucking cool. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to buy this. How are there only two supporters of this shit so far? In Frank's stead, I'm going to offer up that that uh, album art definitely looks like an old school magic card. No, I like this. It it does. It honestly looks like a, a first ever series magic card. Alpha beta. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for me for the week. Very nice. Oh, oh, I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> I got, I I actually have a band here that I've been holding off on since the beginning of this, of my tenure on this show. Like, I don't know. It's just, I've been thinking like, man, when do I, when do I got to bring this in? I got to But first, before we get to that band, we're going to check out something I found, I think three days ago, four days ago. And we're going to, uh, we're going back to my territory. We're going to go to Portland, Oregon. I'm very yeah. excited about this band name. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that fucking logo and art. Like that that is some intimidating shit. Yeah. Like you see you, you see somebody with that on their shirt and you're like, no, I probably shouldn't I probably shouldn't try to steal that guy's beer. Yeah, also these guys <laughs> look insane. <laughs> yeah, they're the the they're members on the cover photo. It's like it's like it's like they they look like they've been living in those woods for yeah. the past few months, <laughs> yeah. And just like they they've pseudo devolved into like almost a crow <laughs> magnon form, uh, and they're just they're just now coming out and they're like, we have obtained the inspiration for this album. And once you listen to Vitriol's uh, "Pain Will Define Their Death," you will you you may find yourself thinking that like insanity and and primeval rage God, is what inspired it. That's such a brutal album title. I know. And once you hear the title of the song, you'll be sold. It is called Violence a Worthy Truth. Uh, so let's uh, let's do this. Like let's do this now. I need this. <laughs> yeah, let's let's go, Tom.
barbarian music. That might be the most relentless thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> That's a mighty claim. See, see. Um, well, first of all, like I, I believe I've said it on the show, and we'll say it again. I do not fuck around when it comes to stuff I bring in. Like, as as much of a jokester and a goofster as I am on this show, <laughs> like I goofster supreme my dude and but at the same time like you guys you guys know how utterly seriously i take the bands i bring on the show oh fuck yeah and, man like, and i ref i refuse to bring in anything but the best and as soon as i started this because i saw the art i saw the cover photo and i thought this is some fucking dark primeval shit and it was i mean and i and yeah, I got through it and I was like, oh, okay. They they were listening to Steve Tucker era Morbid Angel, which everyone knows how I feel. Yeah, I mean, look, man, this, this absolutely stands as a testament to your ability to just find the most fucking vicious death metal. Yeah. I mean, dear God, like, this is that shit. Like, you know, the more we get into these genres, the more everything is like you kind of lose that initial sense of, like, this is intimidating or this is, like, kind of frightening that mm -hmm. people listen to this. You know what I mean? You're just kind of like, yeah, no, this is what I listen to. And we become those people where people are like, that, that's what you listen to? Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, like... They, it, is, it, it, is, it is easy to get, um, to get caught up but it's, in it's, what you've become. A band like this comes along and reminds me of that initial shock yes. of, like... Oh fuck! Like this is taboo. This is gonna scare people. Yeah. The, uh, and uh, a bit aside from that, um, I haven't given Sammy enough credit. Um, I haven't really gotten into death metal until this year, and you you just consistently bring things in that are not only palatable but are pushing the bar on heaviness. Because that was I, that was um, primal. <laughs> what I look for. When I look for death metal, I look for a couple of things. I look for, um, obviously, I look for, uh, I look for skill. I look for playing ability. I look for tone, because you know me, I'm a tone junkie. Um, I look for bands who understand what death metal is, what the con, what the core concepts are, and that they understand them and that they keep them in mind while they write and play their music. And vitriol do just that. There's no, there's no bullshit. There's no, uh, there's no lack of understanding with vitriol's music. They know what they're doing. They know what they're playing, and they're relentless. It, it, there is a rage and an intensity and a violence to it, true death metal that I will always appreciate and that I will always know. It's amazing because I mean, like, I'm not. I've never been like diehard into death metal, but I've always, it's always been that like, it's always been a part of my listening. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I, I love me some fucking suffocation and cryptopsy and like fucking, you know, obviously death and like a, a, a good, a solid chunk of other things. But, um, I've never gotten to that level that I have with like thrash and hardcore and fucking, you know, shit like that. So it's really cool for me having you, around to like really bring in serious death metal because even though I was already a fan like similar to Mike like you're I'm getting deeper into it because you bring in shit like this M much deeper well, Sammy is our death whisperer 
Yeah. I I am I am a I am an agent. I am an agent of death and chaos <laughs> when it comes to music and I will spread the disease to anyone and everyone willing or not. So, fucking dope fine, dude. Uh where can people find this shit? Uh those who feel like they're ready. <laughs> Those those who feel those who feel that they're ready for the relentless assault that this band has unleashed upon us is it can be found at vitrialwarfare.bandcamp.com. Can I can I take a second and just say how much I love that that's their Bandcamp link because there's nothing as far as titles or other albums there's nothing here with the term warfare in it. They are literally just saying we are vitriol and we are bringing warfare to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I appreciate bands who who don't waste time on words. Cut right and to the vitriol, chase. Vitriol are one of those bands. I get the feeling. And in the end, the words are not what matters. The riffs are. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be <laughs> broke by the end of this episode. Jesus. I just bought this. I just bought this like 30 seconds ago. I counted my wish list last week. I'm beyond 200. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't even... I'm going to look at mine right now. But uh, Sam, continue on by all means. <laughs> well, I dragged you into the abyss. I mean, I, I plunged you all into the void for the first band. And I hope you're okay with that because we're about to go even deeper. Oh, fuck yeah. There's deeper? Buddy. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> sweet, oh, sweet, buddy. Innocent little Mike. Oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, we're... Um, <laughs> so, uh, I believe I've talked on this show about bands that uh, that have kind of been following the, uh, the, the incantation model over the last couple of years. And, you know, a lot of bands have been doing that. Most of them haven't been doing a very good job. It's just that that's just the way that it is because only incantation can play incantation. Nobody else is going to rewrite Onward to Golgotha or Mortal Throne of Nazarene. That those albums already exist. But the next band, um, I think, bring enough creeping, kind of creeping ambiance and fear, creeping fear into it that I think the fact that they that they do play sort of in the style of incantation is perfectly okay. We are going to take a look at Abyssal. Yes, Abyssal. I mean, when I told you we were going even darker, like I wasn't lying. <laughs> no hyperbole on my part. From vitriol uh, to Abyssal. I like it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We're going from vitriol into the deepest, darkest reaches. Also, uh, peep that cover art for the Abyssal album I brought in. It is like, yeah. You're like, oh, this is going to be horribly unpleasant oh that's That's really cool that's that's like that's like climbing a weird twisted surrealist mountain to the void yeah now that i would like a painting of on the wall fuck yeah yeah i would actually kill for a print of that i don't even want a print i want to i want to hire the artist to paint my wall with it (laughs) right (laughs) like a a a mural yeah yeah exactly yeah so we're going to take a listen to a uh, track off of the most recent Abyssal album, uh, Anticatastasius, which I'm pretty sure uh, is how it's pronounced. Uh, th- they have they have another album that's called Novit Enum Dominus Qui Sunt Eus, 
which I believe translates to uh, the Lord knows who is his. I think that's what it means. But yeah, uh, Abyss will have a thing for interesting album titles. They have another one called Denouement. There's a there's a thirty dollar word. Thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna take a listen to uh, Abyssal's uh, the opening track off of Anticatastasis. I am the Alpha and Omega. Tom. Okay, so let me just say to to anyone listening, because I'm I'm sure you you might listen to us in your car or maybe while you're at work through some earbuds or, or whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, God, I hope. God, I hope it's through earbuds. So I wouldn't want to have to explain this shit to my boss. <laughs> so, um, when you when you do and you will, you're going to do this. When you go to check out more of this, uh, get the best pair of headphones that you can or bust out your best fucking set of speakers, turn the lights out, pay attention to nothing and just focus in on this because otherwise you are going to miss things. There is so much happening. You're right. You're right. And then you know what? That's what I was really starting to latch onto towards the end of it is, uh, though it can be a murky mix. Um, everything is legible. If you give yourself a chance to what, really focus. Yeah, on it. this is, there is, um, there, there is a, Style. There's a stylistic approach to the vocals, which um, I feel that certain people might not. Um, not not that they're not capable of understanding it, but they just they don't really get why it's used. They don't really get why it's something that's utilized by bands like Abyssal. And I think it's the when when the vocals like that are so low and so deep and so buried in the mix to the level that Abyssal do. And uh, part of me thinks that. Uh, the, the vocals, you know, they're, they're not, I think they're not meant to stand out. I feel like they almost become part of the soundscape, I, which is kind of like the, the sheer, the sheer noise and intensity that Abyssal put forward that, on their music is a soundscape. And the vocals are just, they are another layer 
that kind of draws you in and pulls you into the darkness. That's exactly what the fuck it is. And it's funny because I'm thinking back on my description of the of the album art now and it's perfect. That album art really sums up what happens here because like like I said, you have to really focus on this. And those vocals in particular, it's literally as if you're standing at the edge of the void mm-hmm. and there's just you're you're enveloped in this in this noise and this chaos that's occurring and the vocals are like a voice calling out to you from deep within the void like yes it it really like yeah it adds something to the atmosphere you don't want them to up front it's not like it's not like someone well because because if it if it were too up front i feel like it would um i feel i feel like it would expose the threat if it were too up front and when, when the fear, when the, uh, when the real, when the real terror that this kind of music imposes is brought too far forward, uh, it, I feel like it loses its impacts. That's I mean, a, I feel that, yeah. It, it's kind of, it's kind of in a way very fucking, very Lovecraftian, and that like, you know what I mean? If you knew the dynamics, if you understood the actual mechanisms of what were occurring, it wouldn't really be all that frightening. But like, you don't. That's the thing. There's something bigger that you're just unaware of, hidden amongst the static and and the the murk. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome. This is fucking awesome. Some people listen to, some people probably listened to uh, Anticatastasius and, uh, in in fact, all of the other abyssal material and came away with the thinking that it is nothing but murk and mud and. I suppose, you know, if that, you know, there, you know, I can see why people would think that I really, and I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like sugarcoat anything. I, I genuinely understand why someone would just think that this is nothing but Merc. I really do. Oh yeah. I mean, look, it's one of those things where like, and this goes for everything that we listen to and bring in, but this is on the far end where even the people who are into quote unquote extreme music, like this might not be for you, but there is a reason I said to like find something high quality to listen to this through, because then you're really going to pick up on everything that's happening. This reminds me of another band to bring in next week. I will absolutely like it. It will absolutely bring what I'm in next week. And I think if you guys enjoyed, I, I think if you like what, if you, if if you can smell what abyssal are stepping in, you're gonna like what I bring in. You're gonna like what I bring in next week. Look at you teasing shit. I, I but yeah. I, yeah, consider me excited cold, because this was foreshadowing. This is uh, this is fucking <laughs> dope. Um, where is it that that folks can can go ahead and purchase this album? Well, firstly, I actually own hard copies of this and the album that preceded it. I'm I'm about to buy the fucking vinyl, so. You absolutely should. I, I own the CDs of both this and uh, Novit and Amdominus and Deus. Uh, I don't have I don't have Denumont. I don't know if Denumont is available still. Oh, actually, the compact disc is available for wow seven pounds. Not fucking bad. Um, you yeah, go, you can find you can find uh, you can find this band. Hold on just a second. You can find them at Abyssal Home. Dot bandcamp.com fucking a um and well, in case in case anyone is confused i'll spell that out a b y s s a l excellent uh, god damn that was 
that was something. <laughs> You're not quite sure what. You know, there's no, there's no, there's no physical form, but it was something. It's rare. I'm always excited about what we do here because I'm always like every time I find new shit, I'm like, yeah, this is really cool. I want to bring this in, but there are certain things that still catch me off guard, which is amazing considering like over the course of a month we cover anywhere from like 32 to 40 bands when you put it like that and we've been doing that for almost two years now oh we're we're well into the hundreds of bands yeah (laughs) word but um anyway dope that's that's really cool and that wraps up the recommendations for this week if you couldn't find something you liked in there i'm not sure why like i'm not sure you like metal or hardcore. Right. <laughs> um, Goddamn. Okay. Well, that brings us to a segment, which uh, I am sadly doing solo this week. I am so glad that you brought this in, though. Oh, yeah. I just saw it on the screen. I'm, I'm Phil, Phil, knows how, Phil knows how I feel about this album. So <laughs> before, uh, before we start gushing, why don't we go ahead and roll this clip? Okay, so for anyone who really needs to fucking learn, that was World Peace. It is the second track off of the 1986 album The Age of Quarrel by the Cro-Mags. Fucking love it. One of, if not the most important hardcore albums of all time. Yeah. Oh my god. Massive, massively important. Um... And what's amazing at the time, I mean, this was 1986. You had a lot of bands like fucking, a lot of other also influential bands, bands who are on par with with their importance. Um, you know, yeah, you like, your... I, I believe this was around the time that uh, SOD's Speak English or Die came out, isn't it? That might be. Um, but yeah, God, can you ima- can you imagine SOD and Chromax touring together in their prime? Oh my God! But do you uh, think anyone would have survived that? especially in the 80s no the fucking no. the hardcore Every- scene was terrifying if you haven't God, read everyone would have died if you haven't read american hardcore i strongly recommend it there's a story i forget i forget if it was cbgb's or what club it was in new york but the owner's son got their finger bitten off in the pit um, what i think oh, i heard about that yeah, yeah they, shit was they, wild back they in the day bit- 
they bit his fucking finger off. Yeah, man. Um, hardcore was no joke in what? the 80s. But, uh, yeah, so this is 1986, and you've got, uh, bless you, shut the fuck up. Um, you've got, you've got, <laughs> Poor Tom. Is you, Tom over here getting fucked with? You've got John Joseph, who has a... Um, a very similar delivery style to Ray Capo of Youth of Today, but unlike them, uh, unlike the positive message that was coming from bands like Youth of Today, Bad Brains, uh, Minor Threat, you've got this super aggressive, like, the world is shit and you need to man the fuck up and deal with it. You know, that very song, the chorus, world peace can't be done, it just can't exist, anarchy's a myth, like... There, it's it's very real world shit. Like, yo, get past your dumb hippie shit. Like, we're living in New York in the eighties. Do you know what see, people are actually like? See, for me, the the verse in that song, the verse in that song that always gets me is the opening one. It just says, "All you hippies better start to face reality. All your far fetched dreams of anarchy better start to see things the way they are, because the way things are going, they won't be going far." That is some pretty powerful shit. It's like that is that is a that is a really harsh wake up call. It's amazing, and there's a reason that John Joseph has been brought out. He was at this is hardcore one year just to do a spoken word set, just to talk about his perspective on the world huh. at this is hardcore because he's that important to the scene and has that much to say, and is that angry? Um, oh, he's he's angry. <laughs> holy fuck man I, holy fuck man i never would have guessed so it's i mean if you if you haven't listened to the age of quarrel you don't know hardcore yet like it, it's it's just one of those things it's like you know and it's cool it's fine if you're younger you're just getting into the scene uh you you don't know it yet but it's something that you need you know it's like if you come to a hardcore show and you're like who's minor threat Ah oh, man, you need to go home. Like there's there's some shit you need to study. Like well, I don't want to be mean. To get... I don't want to be one of those assholes who's like you can't get into this, but like yo, seriously, go learn this shit. See, to uh, on a slightly personal note, um uh The Age of Quarrel was the album that about a year and a half, 2 years ago, I was introduced to through uh a punk rocker buddy of mine back in California who is like has a much, much, much vaster knowledge of punk than I probably ever will. Uh, he he uh, recommended this album to me. At least I believe it was him. Uh, I might have been drunk at the time. but <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I remember going on YouTube and checking it out. And by the end of it, I was like, holy shit. I am like, if I ever see this album anywhere, I'm buying it. Oh, and I never have. I've never seen a hard copy of it anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure there's been repressings of it, but yeah. Fine. Oh, there has to have been. Yeah, without it's question. Like, it's like I just uh, I just ordered the entire uh, Demolic recordings, the uh, Finnish tech death band, and like I remember doing some research. I found out that the like the Demolic full length Nesbeth has been re released by like five or six different labels since its release. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. There's, there's got to be some copy of the Age of Coral out there that's still in good condition. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But um, 
any, I mean, I I can sit here and gush over this album all fucking night. I mean, part of me right now is thinking, like, as much as I love world peace, maybe I should have fucking played Street Justice instead. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? Like I said, man, this this is the album that opened me up, that opened my eyes to hardcore and power violence. I mean, that's, like I said, that's I fair. That's very fair. Fucking, this is fucking dope. I love it. So, um... I mean, yeah, it's like I said, I could sit here all night and just endlessly talk about how vital this record is to hardcore and the Chromags in general. Um, but we need to pair a beer with this. Yes, we do. And that was quite the what fucking. Could, that was quite what the could fucking possibly. Task. I um I I stood in the liquor store today for probably a good half an hour, wandering up and down the aisle, looking at different things, thinking like. Like you know, what style do I even go with? Because I like a stout. A stout's too heavy. I need something more aggressive. Um, but I want to go with an IPA. I, like it just it doesn't feel like it fits the vibe of the album. I, I feel you so far. Um, and as I'm walking up and down the aisle and looking, I see it. I see the beer that fucked me up so bad in my early 20s that I woke up on a park bench in North Carolina. <laughs> and I thought, well... Well, the important, the important question is, where had you started? Uh, somewhere else in North Carolina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, th- thanks for ruining half the mystique of that story. <laughs> but uh, No, 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 it's okay. The beer, I, I may mispronounce this... Um, I believe it's pronounced pirate, but it's obviously a reference to pirates, judging by the pirate ship. It's P-I-R-A-A-T. It is a Belgian ale with a 10.5% ABV. Wow. Huh. Yeah, that is aggressive. Um, it's no, You want to try some? I will. It's a great fucking beer. It's an import, so you're going to find it in most areas. Um it's not like something Jersey specific. It's not brewed around here. Uh, let's see where we'll is pass it? that pass that beer my way. Oh son. man, that is way tastier than I was expecting. Oh yeah, it's delicious and it's uh, and that's one of the things. It's very palatable, which I feel is also the case with Age of Quarrel because, like I said, it has that delivery. I could of, play this for my girlfriend of early '80s hardcore. Yeah, you know I mean like. It's actually probably a little more palatable than things like Youth of Today because Ray Capo, his his vocals take some getting used to. Um, Where is yeah, this? I I would say this is um, like this is something I could probably listen to with like quite a few of my friends who don't really listen to a lot of heavier music. I could probably throw on the Age of Coral and they'd be like, "This is fun. This is intense. Like I can kind of I can kind of dig this." Right? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think I could quite listen to it with my mom, but no, but it's still, it's from that age of, of hardcore where it was still even more so heavily punk influenced that age of quarrel, the, the age of quarrel. Exactly. Um, I mean the, the, so again, I, I love Pirat. I think it's a phenomenal beer, maybe pronouncing that wrong, but I told you how it's spelled. So go fucking find it. Um, it's not cheap. It's about sixteen bucks for a four pack, but you're gonna get nice and fucked up off of it. Um, well, at ten at ten percent, I would hope so. Yeah, <laughs> it'll taste good while you're doing it too. And I'm well, glad. It's like it's like when I bought that uh, 
when I bought that $30 bottle of Abyss yeah. from Deschutes. I, th- I think that was, I think that was an easy 11%. But, uh, same thing I would say goes for the Age of Quarrel. It's, it's fairly easy to listen to, uh, compared to even a lot of what we bring in on our regular recommendations. But if you pay attention, that album's going to fuck you up. <laughs> that album is like, saying like lyr- lyrically it's lyrically it is a very difficult album to I mean he's literally for a lot of the albums saying your ideals are garbage they are unachievable and you need to live in the real world and deal with real world problems so like, you could say that uh, the Cro-Mags at this point were poster boys for uh, harsh pragmatism without question <laughs> yes yeah. Which I can fully get behind. So, I mean, you guys know what to do. Fucking Cro-Mags, The Age of Quarrel. Um, get it. Parat, Belgian beer, or Belgian ale. Uh, fucking, I'm telling you, the, the, it's, I'm going to pat myself on the back for this one because I love this fucking pairing. You deserve it. It's a good pairing. Like, I, this, this, is honest, this is honestly one of the best pairings we've ever had on the show. And I beer, but goddamn, if it's anything as good as you're telling me it is. Yeah. Oh, I think you'd really like... Do you like Belgians? You know, um, I haven't really had a whole lot to make a... Uh, to, I, I can't in good conscience make a uh, make a, a, a solid call on that. I mean, I've had Garden. I, I like Garden a lot. Oh, yeah, you'll be good then. As long as it doesn't... Okay. Like, I know IPAs are a turnoff for you. Um, they're, they're... Generally, yes. But... Um, yeah, that's, you know, if, that's fair. If, I get yeah, that. If you, if you want to throw me a good, ba- a good Belgian... You know, if, if I like it, I like it. That's I, my other thing. I think if you if you if you like Hoogarden, you'll you'll like Parat. Yeah, I did like Hoogarden when I tried it. Yeah, it, it's it's basically that, but more intense. The flavors are a little more in your face. The spices are a little bit heavier. Yeah, I was gonna say Hoogarden. Um, it was tasty. It was not. It was not as. It was not really an aggressive beer. No, Hoogarden. No, I really. mean, I I did that for Brutal Brews a couple of weeks ago. I think it's like a four point six percenter. We yeah yeah, yeah we've uh, beer ponged that before. Yeah, it was the fancy and, pong. Uh, Perot is what twice that. It's ten point five, so a <laughs> yeah, little more than so twice. Yeah. Little little over twice the power. But yeah. anyway, fucking try try it out. Try out that pairing. That's a good I pairing. don't think you'll be disappointed. Uh, do we want to do the new releases first? Let's, let's do those. I first. think that's what Tom has lined up. Ooh, I I forgot about this. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. Let, let's see how far Tom will <laughs> let us get in this track.
god. <laughs> I fucking you, you guys you guys are such fucking assholes for making me stop that. I, I know, right? Like I'm I'm genuinely a little bit mad right now. I <laughs> love 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 Iron Price. I first I first found out about them about two years ago. Uh Shai Hulud played at Ortlieb's and uh Iron Price was one of the opening bands, and I didn't quite catch their name when they played, because you know how it is at a live show. Like, sure. They'll say, yeah. it, they'll say it once at the beginning, we're Iron we're from Delaware. <laughs> and like, what the fuck did he just... I know they're from Delaware, but what the fuck did he just say? And the set blew me the fuck away. So afterwards, I stepped outside, and I saw the bassist. And I was like, yo, dude. I was like, what the fuck was your band called again? And he's like, Iron Price. And I was like... It's heavy as fuck. <laughs> and he was like, oh, thanks, man, and handed me a demo. And that shit stayed in my car for like six months. Dude, it's like, it's like when I saw uh, Trollfest at Pagan Fest back in like 2012. Like, I, I didn't catch their name when they got on. And only after they blew me the fuck away and blew away every other fucking band on the bill was I like, holy shit, who the fuck are you guys? And then I, th- I think it was somebody who was just like, oh, yeah, I guess they're called Trollfest. I'm like, you guess? You Mm-mm. fucking guess that's what they're called? Like, you better not be fucking with me, dude. I, uh, but, but yeah, yeah Sammy. Luckily, luckily for me, luckily for me and for him, he was right. I think uh, I, I think you really fucking dig Iron Price. Um, Why the been, fuck did you not tell me about this band? This you know, shit is amazing. I brought them up a while. Like, I think. Did we ever uh, tr- truly bring them in? Yes, but we didn't have sound clips at the oh, time. Yeah. I talked about them and Ten Ton Hammer yes. during the same episode. Oh, Ten Ton Hammer. That's a- Dude, it was that first, my first, this is hardcore, and it may have been the first day, first band we saw. We walked in halfway through their set, and it was either Ten Ton Hammer or Iron Price, but then the next one like followed one or two bands yeah, after that. Yeah, What the, how, like, what a way to start. But they, that day. these guys have been up and comers in our area for a while, yeah. and I think they're about to hit big. I think they're about to hit like fucking Jesus Peace levels real yeah. soon. Um, we didn't well, get I, to it. Well, I just bought this, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking a twice in one episode. You hear that, guys? Bands. That's four albums purchased this episode so far by members of the yeah. show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like the bands out there, like f- the bands out there, probably feel like this is a trend that we should continue. And yeah, I'm wholeheartedly in agreement. I, would, I, love I would, I would love, and I mean, I don't know because we we only hear from a couple of our supporters on a regular basis, and I know, I know, some of you guys are buying shit, but by all means, if you purchase something after listening to it on this show, tell us. Yeah, we'd love to fucking oh, yeah. throw it out there to bands, or or just throw it out there in general. Like, hey, look, our listeners fucking pay attention. Um, and well, it's, it's like dope. last last week, I finally got around to purchasing the uh, the Frenolith full length from this year, as well as the Soul Skinner album that I brought in a couple months ago. I just I have so much shit on Bandcamp that I've been wanting to buy that it's 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 grown to where it's almost impossible for me to keep track of it all. But uh, anyway, yeah, we we listened to the track. What was it called? Uh, the track was called Don't Let Them Know. Uh, that's off of the new two-track EP, uh, Easier Every Day. And 
Fucking uh, Tommy ass. from Garland Green was on that track, but we didn't get far enough in it. Ah, all good. Oh fuck. But, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to listen to that when I get home because Tommy's the shit. Yeah, dude. Uh, I thought he, I thought I saw sax and guest vocals. <laughs> I could be wrong. Whatever. I, yeah, that's sax cool is too. fun. Sax There's and sax an Iron Price song. Exactly. Exactly. Fucking, oh god damn it! Like, could you Dude. make me love you more? <laughs> Dude, you know how I feel about sick sax solos. I know sick sax solos. <laughs> Dude, careless whisper is my fucking jam. Oh fuck yeah! I mean, as a sax player, that's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you you are a sax player. Yes, sir. See, I don't know. See, I don't know, Phil. You might be my number one new bedtime hero now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a regular old Bill Clinton. I don't know how easy you it are would right. actually be to sleep. <laughs> yeah, but you're next you're, to you're, you're infinitely fucking <laughs> than he is. <laughs> so yeah, let's uh, yeah. So Iron Price are fucking amazing. Fuck you guys for not showing him to me soon. <laughs> We'll, we'll make a short list for him for hardcore bands, just like yeah, that's true. You. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll throw you thank you, thank you, thank I'll you, thank throw you, you some hardcore recommendations. Hardcore. Yeah, yeah, I still need to inundate Mike with just like a glut of ridiculous death metal. I mean, I'm probably gonna read that list too because I'm sure there's plenty that I need to listen to. So yeah, soon yeah. like now would be good because I'm now pretty proficient on uh, some of the more staples. Nile, Cannibal. Oh, oh, nice. Like just the oh, generic Mike. staples, but oh Mike! Hey, they're good Mike, starting Mike, points. Oh, I love them. Love them so. Oh much. no, they are. What I'm saying is, this is a rabbit hole. Hell militia. Well, I've been jamming well, a lot. This this is not so much a rabbit hole as it is just like a gaping abyss oozing that is oozing different types of fluids and ichors that cannot be named <laughs> very nice that never that literally never ends we'll we'll get on that but yeah, um, we will getting back but yeah please to... send me send me a shitload of good hardcore oh, especially fuck, stuff like in that vein i'm not i'm not so much into like the positive hardcore or the melodic <laughs> hardcore i'm more into more like i i think what i've grown to like is the more like super aggressive i will send you a mix of classic angry punk hardcore and good metalcore does that exist oh fuck yeah, yeah. because it, well let, let me correct myself it's what we call metallic hardcore before they called it metalcore oh so it's just like some douchebag who shortened the name i mean metalcore <laughs> I'm, kind of i'm i'm joking it's an evolution but like yeah, yeah there's well, band Styles change, bands change. Exactly. It's just an inevitability of life. But uh, anyway, let's uh, get back to the program here. Yeah. So you can find Iron Price at ironpricehc.bandcamp.com. And we got and one like more. I said, I just bought it. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> um, we checked out the single a couple weeks ago, but here we've got the full release from Worry. It's called A Celebration of Suffering, and we're going to listen to a bit of harm. Yeah! 
is all fuck well that to 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 reference the band's name that is a very worrying sound holy shit are, are we about to see number five is that what's <laughs> happening right now i i, I might i might uh I, I think i'm gonna throw it on my wish list it, i need that for my drive to work tomorrow yeah i think you do <laughs> tom <laughs> just bought it i, I listened to it <laughs> tom Tom, did you do it, buddy? He's doing it. I'm watching him do it. Oh. You're watching him do it? It is necessary for my drive to work tomorrow. Jesus Christ, Mike. Give a man some privacy. <laughs> I won't. But, um. Nor should you. Yeah, dude. Listen to that on the way over. It's it's fantastic. Um, definitely a bit of growth from their last release. So check it out. It's at bandofworry.bandcamp.com. Can I just say, this album has two of two song titles that I really, 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 really wish I'd thought of, and those are "A Legacy of Regret" <laughs> and Ach- "Achieving Dirt." <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but those titles are just like those are fantastic. Yeah, no, they are. Like you said, it it is a worrisome act. Like, just thick, black sludge. It is very, very anxiety-inducing stuff. So y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Oh, yeah. yeah. It is that time of the month. (sighs) It is. And uh, I am pulling up. Give me just a second. I'm trying to find the goddamn... I'm trying to find the goddamn post. Uh, I, I'm adjusting here. Uh, this is, this is a new way that we're doing this. And I just logged into the Patreon. I can't find the goddamn poll because I can't see the results without voting on it unless I'm logged in. And now I don't know where the fucking poll is. Uh, so give me just a minute Man, here. You're good. If uh, you're joining us for the first time or our haven't heard an episode with our monthly solos. We, I can't see that. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Come 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 over here for a minute. Just fucking technical difficulties. Okay, or do that. All right. So while Tom's taking a picture of his screen to carry over to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. So what we do every month, uh, is a segment we started a little while ago, um, to j- just a bit of fun competition. Uh, we each bring in a solo from any era, any band, and just kind of pit them against each other to see which one is the chosen solo of the month. That's right. So the poll for November reads as follows uh tied for third we've got iced earth's imhotep and converges the saddest day so that's mike and frank right there i placed uh (laughs) we've got my pick uh betrayer by creator in second place with five votes and 31.3 percent not too shabby not too fucking shabby and the the inevitable win, the yeah. cheapest fucking choice of all time. 
King Diamonds, the invisible guest, with nine votes at 56.3%. I have a history. Like, (laughs) I feel like the biggest asshole. (laughs) Because I I believe I was the one who initially suggested this this bit. It's okay. I mean, I took... And and I've been bringing in the fucking biggest cheap shots. Yeah, but they haven't always been winning. So, I mean, this one... This I am one, still mm-hmm. mad. I am still mad about um, Chapel of Ghouls being beaten out by suicidal tendencies. I will forever maintain that I was fucking robbed. <laughs> I don't get it, but hey, I mean, you know, I, I was a two-time winner, two in a row, but... Uh, that was your, it was your dynasty. It was. But no, I think, like, first off, um, nice, nice voting this month. We saw, I think, fucking 16 votes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's way higher than we've seen before. Uh, so please keep it up. Um, you know, we want more interaction. Uh, we do. And we do. We have as such reinstated um, listener choices. Uh, unfortunately, my dumbass forgot to make a post last week. But our uh, our our friend, uh, you know, one of our listeners, uh, Jason Dusa. I apologize if I horribly fucked up your last name on Sorry, last buddy. month's poll uh asked if if listener rights were reinstated and posted a choice so by default <laughs> he's in um <laughs> sorry guys uh but anyway we're gonna go ahead and get into this and um let's see where are we at here so sam you're starting us out this month i am uh I'm going to be bringing in my favorite song off of my favorite Exodus album. Nice choice, man. Yeah. Y'all know how I feel about Fabulous Disaster. Ah. Name drop. So uh, Fabulous Disaster, I believe, is the second album with uh, now long-running Exodus frontman Steve Souza. And Gary Holt and Rick Hunolt during this era of Exodus were just fucking, they were unstoppable. Like they were, they were a juggernaut that could not be fucked with. And I don't think there's any track, especially on uh, fabulous disaster that displays that more than verbal razors name drop again. So let's, um, let's, let's take a look at this fairly long. Cl- it's like a 50 second clip of Gary Holt and Rick Honold at their absolute finest Tom. I mean, I think it speaks for itself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think I really need to say much yeah. other than Gary Holt, Rick Hunnolt, classic Exodus at their absolute peak. Yeah, I was gonna say Exodus in general in their prime, just fucking excellent. 
they were a fucking juggernaut, man. Albums like this and Impact is Imminent, man, they they were just they were something else. I'd have a hard time having a top five thrash list without Exodus in it. Um, I'm not nearly as much into thrash as I used to be, but there are there are a good there are a good stock of albums that I absolutely cannot live without. That absolutely must remain in my house at all times. And this is very high on that list. I don't like, I don't like being too far from my copy of Fabulous Disaster at any time. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Well, good fucking choice, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, although some of the other choices list, man, like I, I actually am feeling slightly intimidated. It's 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 a good lineup this month. We'll get yeah. we'll, we'll get further into this. Uh, we are we are about to get into some shit. So we've got uh, Frank's posthumous choice, uh, <laughs> the little drummer peace, boy, Frank. by uh, yeah. by Jordan Rudess, the yeah. keyboardist of Dream Theater. So why don't we go ahead and check that out? patrons of ours and have heard uh our our bonus episodes the side stage uh know that i can't say no to a good pianist yeah Yeah. and uh yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) but um can i can i say something that uh some of our listeners might find might find uh controversial um uh jordan rudis uh like it says here is the keyboardist of dream theater. I enjoy this more than anything I've ever heard from dream theater. Uh, me too. If I'm being honest, while I, while I respect dream theater for their, yeah. for their talents, it's most, they, most certainly, uh, they just don't do music that I'm into. No, they uh, don't for me either. I'd never knock them. And I understand why people are so into them. Um, yeah, they're, they're of course, of course, very talented musicians, but yeah. Oh, extraordinarily ain't, so. Ain't my cup of tea. No, not really. Yeah, but um, really, really fucking cool seasonal choice. You know, I actually do like Christmas. I do actually like the Christmas spirit. Hell Always yeah, have dude. ever since I was a kid. Same. And yeah, I mean, my uh, I just watched my my roommate do a fantastic solo God re- of um, God rest you merry gentlemen at a performance not too while ago. She killed it. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, look, uh, if there's one thing I look forward to every year about Christmas, it's, uh, it's Vince Guaraldi. Um, oh, the, uh, the famed jazz pianist. Yeah. Who yes. did the Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack. 
He did. I, I feel like that's what most people know him for. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 done so much more than that. But it is uh, when it comes to Christmas music, that's the one thing where I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I, I like this is playing. We're playing this right now. Um, uh, I'm. I feel like I must also mention that I very much enjoy the the solo piano renditions that uh, George Winston has done of a lot of Vinskeralt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's actually a really good fucking point. Yeah. But uh, mm. you know, if George, you want to, George Winston is a very talented piano player in his own right. But uh, if you guys want to hear us nerd out more about non-metal shit, uh, five bucks a month, Patreon.com/slash from the pit. Patreon.com slash from the pit. So we're going to move on with our solo of the month. And here is our listener recommendation from, uh, again, sorry if I'm fucking up your last name, but Jason Dusa. Uh, and he chose Earthbound by Spirit Adrift. So I have never heard this, and I'm kind of curious. I, I, you know, it's new to me, too. I listened through the whole track today and was, was fairly impressed. So let's give this a, a spin. That was gorgeous. It was. That was really be- In fact, that almost felt a little Christmassy to me. In a weird way, yeah. <laughs> in a weird way. Uh maybe it's just because in a in a certain way it kind of it kind of pings memories of Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Uh, that'd be fair. Uh, see, for me, yeah, once once December rolls around, I find myself stuff like um oh, you know, old winter sun uh, just like again, Ordino Gone, like one of the bands I brought in a while ago. Like yeah. their their album to the end, which I brought in, is very very winter themed. I find myself listening to stuff like that once like uh November and December round. That's fair, but um... and I think and to Jason, buddy, this is really fucking cool, dude. I think you may have interested. Sam had dipped. Sam. Oh, did I? Yeah, we lost you for a second. Oh, um, apologies. Very sorry. Um, What I said was uh, to Jason, uh, man, you may have introduced me to a new band. I think I might have to check more (laughs) of this out. This was really cool. This is, uh, yeah, this is one of the first times. I mean, we've had a lot of good 
listener recommendations. Yeah. Um, we have. They have been consistently solid. But this one, this is what I'm a little worried about. They they might actually take it this time. Crisp, soulful. <laughs> it's it's pretty goddamn good. Yeah. Um, and it's super palatable. It's going to appeal to everybody. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, good. Well, fucking. again, I, I don't. I don't think I could listen to it with my mom, but yeah, still a pretty, very tasty. Like I I would say this is very approachable. Yeah. I have, I have zero complaints about that choice, which uh, worries me. Neither do I. So, okay. (laughs) Hey, you know what? There there are some choices this month. Actually, I can't say I would be too upset. Like, not winning to any of these yeah well and and i think uh i think my choice here is gonna exemplify why uh so tom why don't we go ahead and roll this That, what you just listened to, were the magical hands of Matthias Jabs <laughs> on the fucking track Dynamite off of Scorpion's 1982 Blackout. I have sadly not given enough attention to Scorpion's. I'm kind of thinking the same thing. Oh, buddy. Yeah, so I'm thinking it might be about... Time about to that change. Time. Those <sighs> harmonic rolls in the beginning of the solo were delicious. Oh, buddy, scorpions are the shit. I just think Aquatine, <laughs> honestly. I fuck, dude. <laughs> like, if I if I had to if I had to choose one, just kind of just like straight '80s metal band, like not death metal, thrash, or any of that shit, but just like when you think of just classic '80s metal, um. It's it's hard to it's hard to not pick scorpions. Um, just fucking. Mm. <laughs> See, uh, for me, up until now, it's uh, it's very much been Dokken. Dokken. Dokken's up there for me too. Oh, Dokken are fucking great, dude. Fucking tooth and nail. Well, under lock and key, man, it's like the, there's some undeniable shit I'm in the Dawkins really, library. I'm really shocked you haven't gotten more into Scorpions. You know, it's just, it's one of those things I've forgotten to do. I, I get it. I mean, I do. Yeah. But especially with with your love of bands like Dokken and, and fucking, I mean, we've talked I about guess. Rat extensively. Um, uh, round and round. Goes around, <laughs> that that around. was almost my choice for this month. It was oh, real close to my choice for this month. Bell. Oh, buddy. Oh, <laughs> you fucked up. I don't think I did. And oh, no, I think you, you didn't. I think anyone familiar with scorpions <laughs> is going to. I mean, I love rat, but they're not scorpions. <laughs> like, it's. Um, Oh man, can you imagine Dokken and Scorpions in their prime touring together? Oh, I would shit myself. I think I would shit myself too. 
I mean, Scorpions is uh, is still touring. I, I my a friend of mine has seen them like three or four times this year. <laughs> wow, and, uh, that is weirdly uh, impressive. He's a, <laughs> he's a diehard and has just been raving about how phenomenal they still are. But um, yeah, so there you go. If you guys aren't already into Scorpions, fucking start like tonight. Start. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna give Blackout a listen after I listen to this fucking vitriol and Iron Price shit. Blackout's a great starting point. It's a great yeah. starting point. Yeah. So that Definitely. that does it for me, uh, Mike. I'm both surprised and impressed. <laughs> good. See, you you may be surprised and impressed. I'm just proud. Oh, good. After that <laughs> less than tepid response last week, I was like, all right, I got to dig deep this time. Dude, don't be afraid to take cheap shots. Okay? <laughs> no, I'm not anymore. <laughs> so, like, fuck it. That is, you will never, ever win. <laughs> well, I went through and poured through uh, the albums that I enjoy from death. And um, I had a hard time actually picking uh, That's one. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, Chuck Schuldner. I guess never written a bad solo. Thor. Well, he was the he was the guitar player who got me to take guitar seriously. Like, I mean, I was inspired to pick it up by Daryl Abbott of Pantera fame and Kirk Hammett, obviously of Metallica. But like Chuck, once I heard Chuck's solos and his riffs, I was like, yeah, like this this makes me want to take it seriously. Yeah, dude. Um, let's listen to. The solo from Crystal Mountain off of Symbolic. You know, it's funny. I remember when we first started this and you were like, oh man, I don't really know songs with solos like that. And I was like, well, best you get, I guess it's time for you to get started. <laughs> and here you are. Yeah. Bringing in solos. All grown up. Death. Uh, yeah. Fucking awesome. Awesome. God, this Mike. month is a bitch. Yeah. Mike, Mike. And it was really close to being a uh, spiritual healing. <laughs> Another fucking phenomenal I, I choice. Think, personally, I think he made the right choice because Spiritual Healing is the only death album that I've ever not quite enjoyed as much. Yeah. Like, it's 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 an undeniable classic. It's just, as far as their catalog goes, it's the album I listen to the least. Of. I, that's pretty that's fair. fair. That is fair, yeah. I mean... I, I, do, I do love the title track. It is spiritual healing. It though. is real. It good. is fantastic. And and yes. you're right. Actually, that's one of my favorite tracks off of it. It, it yeah. It, it definitely definitely the strongest. Symbolic was just a little more epic in tone over the whole album. So I figured that'd be the album to pick from. I think it's a good choice. Yeah, dude. I, so I think you made the right choice. Yeah. You know, go out there, vote them up. Fuck yeah, guys. Uh, <laughs> We'll make sure to post the fucking poll up on Facebook. Um, I mean, I, <laughs> you know, it's every month has been getting harder, but this month, Jesus Christ. When when does when do we not bring our A game 
to this segment. I agree, but it's like our A game has been getting better. <laughs> if we graduated to an A plus game, pushing the bar. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> yeah. Good luck trying to pick between those. Um, yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Good luck. Try it. Try it. I don't. I don't know what I would pick out of them. No, I don't. Know. <laughs> like, I was just thinking, like that Scorpion solo was fucking bitching, but the uh, user submitted one was also bitching. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I this would month say it's crazy. I would say, like Jack, I love you, buddy, but this has probably been my favorite you, my favorite listener submission to date. Oh boy. Well. <sighs> That being said, there is uh, something approaching rapidly in the distance. I think I can see it, too. I believe that would be our destination. Yeah, I guess it's uh, safe for you to uh, undo those belt buckles. Well, not uh, quite yet. Not quite yet. Not quite yet. We have no, to Frank. Remind no, you. no, Mike, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> we, we have to remind you, um, because at the end of this, hell awaits. So while you're there, you're probably going to want some entertainment. Yeah. Head on over to fthepit.com where you can find all of our episodes, all of our social media where you can come and bitch at us about things. Um, you know, everyone everyone post eulogies to Frank, please. Um, <laughs> F. 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 Uh, <laughs> and if you really like what we do and if you want more of it uh, and you'd like to support us in, in our efforts here, Head over to patreon.com slash from the pit. Um, every please don't please donate, guys. We really love doing this and we would like to actually make a couple dollars doing what we do. Yeah, I mean it's all gonna go back into just improving the show. Honestly. Buying albums from these bands. We wanna we wanna get Sam his own microphone so he can stop stealing his roommates. Yeah. Um, even fly the stinky bastard out here. Yeah, that I, that would be a thing. We'd that like that is a tier. That is, I can't remember uh, exactly what uh, it's what a, the it's a what goal the price us. point is, but yeah, uh, like that that is one of that is like my ultimate, personally speaking, is to actually get out there and so, get my get my big goofy ass into the studio. <laughs> yeah, so you know, any and all supports appreciated, whether it be a dollar or twenty. Uh, you know, you guys are helping us out unbelievable amounts. So thank you for everyone who's already a part of that. That's right. Uh, that being said, uh, we have arrived at our destination. Uh, beware the pitchforks as you exit. That's right. But it is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. Good night, ladies. Good night.